Welcome to the Miller Group Real Estate Show, Amelia Island's number one source for real estate news, market analysis, and more. Starring top producing real estate agents, James and Dave Miller. With over $32 million of sales on the plantation, the Miller Group is your go-to real estate advisor for the plantation and Amelia Island. Now to our hosts, James and Dave Miller. Welcome back to the Miller Group Real Estate Show. This is James Miller here with Dave Miller, and we have a great episode planned for you today. We have an interview with Donna Bilger, who is the membership director at the Amelia Island Club, to discuss the renovations and the new Ocean Clubhouse uh, at the Amelia Island Club. So a lot of great content and a lot of great information from Donna coming up here in just a second. But before we get to that interview, we wanted to to set up uh, kind of some background information on how the Amelia Island Club and the Ocean Club renovations impact property values uh, here on the plantation as well as Amelia Island in general. And I'm going to Give it over here to, to Dad in just a second to talk about a little bit of the evolution of the Ocean Club and the Amelia Island Club and how that kind of came about in order to help protect property values. So, Dad, you want to take this yeah, from here? It's interesting, James, because if you go back to the early 1990s, uh, sales uh, had slowed down at the plantation, and uh, it was doing after doing some pretty good due diligence and looking around the Amelia Island Company had come to the understanding that the reason that uh, buyers were choosing to go elsewhere is because we uh, here at the plantation did not have uh, dedicated amenities. The primary amenities were not dedicated to the residents. Uh, They were shared with resort guests and it was causing a problem with buyers uh, choosing elsewhere and property values started to suffer. And so over a two-year period, uh, the Amelia Island Company worked with local residents and came up with a plan to f- to fund through uh, member through uh, resident contributions uh, the building of the Ocean Clubhouse and then the dedication, of course, of the Long Point Golf Course, both to uh, to resident member use. Uh, these were not owned by by the the. Uh, the, the users at that point, they were still owned by the Amelia Island Company, but it was the beginning and the first step to what ultimately led to the Amelia Island Equity Club uh, eventually in 2010 being formed. The, um, I think a similar scenario exists today when we see the commitment, the $10 million commitment that the owners of the Equity Club are doing to build this, virtually build a new Ocean Clubhouse, Uh, although the the walls will be shared with some of that uh, from the original structure, this really will be a brand new facility in terms of how it's designed and all the kitchen uh, and from a member perspective in terms of how it's finished. And it'll be a remarkable facility that has both indoor and outdoor things. And we'll get into a lot of detail with Donna on that. But it will have a very positive impact in our judgment on real estate values here uh, going forward. So again, another a positive aspect and why this, this discussion I think is important relative to real estate. So without further ado, we will get over to our interview with Donna and uh, we got a lot of great information contained in that interview and we'll be back with you momentarily. Donna, it's wonderful to have you here uh, today joining us as, as, as our guest on 
the Miller Group Real Estate Show. Really appreciate you being here. And it's a chance for us to talk about the Ocean Clubhouse and the exciting things that are going on with the club and really what it means to the club and what it means to, to the community as well. And we'll talk about it some. This will also be, from our standpoint, a real estate interest because it has a big impact, too, on real estate here in the community. This is an incredible um, an incredible uh, project when you look at it uh, as a $10 million project. Um, that's maybe one of the biggest things that is, is come, uh, taken on in, by the community in a long, long time. But first of all, let's start with a little of your background. Talk about what your, your role with the club and what you've, how long you've been with them, a little history there. Sure, thanks. It's great to be here. Um, I actually started with the club in 2005. Uh, I was hired as the assistant to the membership director at the time uh, with the club, uh, certainly which was owned by the Amelia Island Company at the time. Uh, so we were at a, a height of real estate uh, transaction right about that time. That and was then when it, things were really booming. Yes, absolutely. There, there was a line down the hallway of, of folks signing up to join the club at the time. Uh, certainly real estate was tied to uh, membership at the time. So, you know, it went hand in hand. Real estate sales were great. Membership sales were great. Talk about, just a question on that, because that's <laughs> interesting. The, the Amelia Island Company at, at that point owned, owned the club uh, facilities, although they were dedicated to the club, but they were owned by, separately, not owned by the members. But yet the, the, the Amelia Island Company thought it was important, obviously understood the importance of having these dedicated facilities. Talk a little bit about what that philosophy was, what it was like then. Well, yes, absolutely. It, it, it created a place uh, on, in a resort environment that was for the members only uh, on, on this property. It was a, a spot for members to gather uh, and, and a beautiful spot, actually. The, the clubhouse you built and nestled right there in the dunes uh, up next to the ocean. Uh, absolutely beautiful spot uh, and two-story clubhouse, you know, and uh, which I understand was built in 1995 before I came on board. Uh, but certainly a great place for our members to gather and, and that's dedicated just for the membership only. This is kind of the initial phase of the club, which obviously fully took roots in, in 2010 when, when the Equity Club was formed. Yes, absolutely. Out of, out, of, out of the bankruptcy of the Amelia Island Company, uh, actually very forward-thinking uh, a group of our members mm. decided that out of, out of this, we might want to create a, a club and control our own destiny after this. Uh, so we did. Uh, we, we got our parameters together to form a member-owned club and, and put it to a vote of our current members. And an overwhelming majority of our members were on board for, to form this member-owned club. Uh, so that we were off and running in 2010. Pretty interesting that the, the, the support in 2010 to, to do this, to, to form the Equity Club, I guess really was a, showed their commitment, the commitment to the area and to the concept of having these dedicated amenities and being able to control them themselves. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, are, you know, what have been, what are the biggest changes you've seen since we were, uh, the club was basically owned by the company, and now that it's owned by the by the members, what are the what's the biggest difference and the changes that have, that have occurred in the last ten years, eight years? There are many, uh, but what comes to mind immediately, I think, is is um, the change in the membership. Uh, the the members themselves, I see a a big commitment to. Uh, to our club, to our member-owned club now. The members uh, are, are committed and on board uh, and, and to moving this club forward. 
and, and, and member engagement. And mm-hmm. I, I just really what I see is our members are owners now. They're not just members, they're member owners now. And as owners of this club, uh, they're very committed to seeing it survive and making it viable. Yeah, there's a real difference once you, you take ownership and you understand that there's a real commitment there. And I think it sounds like the, the ownership, they understand that ownership. And There's no doubt. And, and the enthusiasm is contagious from, from these mm-hmm. member owners now. They're very excited about this club. It kind of takes you into the, into my, <laughs> you know, the next area, kind of this whole the Ocean Clubhouse renovation um, you, know, you go back and you look at what that building was in the built for in the mid '90s, and it was never designed as a standalone facility. And it's incredible that it's been able to operate that way for for almost 20 years. But this renovation project is really almost more of a new construction in a lot of ways. We leave some of the ex- existing walls, but it's amazing what's being done and the member support, the owner support to to do this. Talk a little bit about. What that vote and that uh, how that was how that design concept came about member input to kind of come up with the design and how we ended up with that. Before, would you explain what you meant by it wasn't designed as a standalone? How it was originally designed, so in case people well, Donna, talk. Yeah, can you address that that a little bit? But I I can. Um, The the facility certainly was owned by the company uh, prior to the formation of, of of the Equity Club. Uh, so the the company owned many more facilities. The company owned storage areas down the road. Uh, we had kitchen and banquet facilities down the road, not within that building. Uh, so we had all kinds of support when it uh, prior to that when we were going to put on a big function. You know, it took some staff to run down the road and gather supplies and and uh, gather things from refrigerators and and, and from storage. Yes, offsite from the property. Mm -hmm. So certainly the kitchen that's in the current clubhouse was not designed whatsoever to accommodate the sort of events and functions that members desired, Uh, especially once we formed the member-owned club and they wanted more, certainly, from, from the club that they own. Um, so uh, the, the definite lack of space for staff as well, because for a lot of our staff were spread throughout the property as well. Uh, and so I guess we, even the kitchen facilities certainly weren't weren't designed as standalone, and we and the club kind of relied on other locations to supply food as well. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. And our our beach club restaurant, the Sea restaurant downstairs, was designed in 1995 to be a hamburger and hot dog stand. Uh, and we evolved to where we begin serving lunch and even dinner uh, out of that hamburger and hot dog stand, uh, which was amazing that we were able to pull that off. Actually. Amazing creativity that, yes. that, that to kind of mm-hmm. take that facility and, and use it as long as it was used and the mm-hmm. way it was designed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Um, the, the new design, we're going to talk a little bit about how that came about and talk about member input and member that kind of helped in that design creation you know over i know it took a a couple of years before um before that you know to to create the design before things were, were finally approved talk a little bit about the input how that came about Sure. We wanted this to be a project that had, had a lot of input from the members. Otherwise, it really wouldn't mean a whole lot to, to the members, and we probably wouldn't get approval to do it. So uh, we, first of all, um, retained a firm by the name of Chambers who specializes in club renovations, and, and, and you know they recommended that we survey our membership heavily to see if there was an appetite for a renovation to begin with, and then if there was, what was it that the members wanted to see in, in, a, in a clubhouse renovation? So we, we conducted these surveys. Uh, after that, we created uh, 
concentrated focus groups. Uh, we took segment, segmented groups of, of our members, be they resident members, non-resident members, uh, single family, golf, tennis, and social folks, uh, and created focus groups among all those segments of our membership and asked them what they would like to see in a renovation. Um, so once we gathered the result from those surveys, we, we felt that there was an appetite for this renovation and what folks might like to see. Uh, so from that, we then created a team to to start putting together put a plan. Put mm-hmm. yeah, put it in place. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the new new facility and what were some of the the, the member owner kind of design changes that they wanted to see in the new building. What were some of the key things that they wanted to see incorporated? Well, the first thing that uh, interestingly that came from our focus groups and our survey was members wanted to see more casual dining mm-hmm. areas in our facility. Um, we had, of course, our downstairs beach club restaurant, the Sea Oats Cafe, uh, which is kind of limited in, in, in scope and space and a very small bar. And then we had upstairs our formal uh, dining room, our Ocean 5 restaurant, which was limited to evening dining and more formal dining. So they wanted to see some more casual areas, some more uh, bar areas. Uh, members love bars. It's a great place to socialize and, and, and hang out. The cheers uh, kind of concept. The cheers <laughs> kind of concept where everybody knows your name and yeah. where you can linger and you can go in every day and, and, and know who you're going to see and just have a great experience around that bar. It did, I think the members probably got a lot of that feel, some too, from the Long Point bar that was built and then experienced that over at that Very area true. and wanted to see that same thing at Ocean Clubhouse. Yes, that and not to mention there was no outside uh uh, mm. bar available. Um, right. So when you have a pool and a beach right there, you like to be outside. Folks like to be outside and you may not want to go inside to, to, to have a bar experience. Uh, so there was an appetite certainly for an outdoor pool bar as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of those specifics. The, let's talk about that outside pool bar. I know there's that was, wasn't there before and we now will have a new pool bar uh, there. Talk a little bit about how that's designed and how that'll be utilized. Sure, that'll be wonderful for both um, adults and children, actually. We'll be able to serve our adult crowd uh, with, with an outdoor tiki bar sort of experience, uh, along with, with the kids when they're in town, when the families are here and the kids want smoothies, uh, uh, you know, a nice light bar menu to enjoy around the pool or, or at the beach, and you won't have to go inside uh, and cover up in order Previously, to accomplish yeah. that. So. And, you know, the neat thing that you mentioned about, and I don't think people fully understand, but... Talk about the, the, the multi-generational kind of aspect of, our, of the club and how anytime that you're there from spring through summer, it's filled with kids around that pool and how that, uh, talk a little bit about how that uh, member experience is. Oh, that is a wonderful thing uh, about the Amelia Island Club is that generational uh, component that we have because certainly... Uh, a member's family is welcome at the club. We, we welcome our members' children and grandchildren and parents. Uh, so that really does create a great environment, as you said, especially during uh, the holidays and, and the summer months. It's a whole different environment. We have... We have um, uh, we hear families and we have a lot of, you know, laughter and, and, and activities and, and uh, it's just a great environment when the kids are here. When they go back to school, we quiet down and we kind of take a deep breath and that's nice too. But it's it's nice that we have that going on year round. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a special thing. And the um, the outside dining, there'll be outside dining not only on that 
ground level, the pool level, but there'll also be upstairs off of the casual dining area. Talk some about how that's going to be laid out. Yes, I think that is a feature about this new clubhouse that is uh, really exciting a lot of folks. We're going to have an upstairs uh, balcony deck um, sort of terrace, if you will, uh, where you can not only dine there, but you can just kind of hang out and, and, and take in that view that you're going to have mm. from the second floor of that building. That'll be fabulous. It will be fantastic. I, it, it's been begging for it. That building's been begging for it since it was built um, because folks um, during the day might wander upstairs uh, now and go, wouldn't it be great if you could be outside uh, from this? So now, now they can be. And that, that uh, casual dining area upstairs will, will be, have glassed views of the ocean, uh, but provide, I think, uh, the, there's a new enlarged bar up there as well, maybe seating as many as 15 people or so, which will again be another cheers effect upstairs. It'll be wonderful. Yes, absolutely. It, it'll be connected to that outdoor um, uh, okay. dining area that we okay. were just discussing. And right inside from there will be this new bar, uh, kind of casual, trendy uh, sort of setting that'll be great where you are at that elevation where you're enjoying the view along with enjoying drinks and, and socialization. So people can come there without reservations then, without yes. having formal reservations. Yes, absolutely. Which will really, I think that's a, a very appealing thing. And I would also think that, and you know this better than me, but in terms of maybe where the newer demographics or member, prospective members, that's an appealing aspect as well for folks to have, have the casual dining and outside space. Absolutely. That's such a trend. Um, uh, folks can go outside of the club and, and find casual dining uh, and, and hangout spaces to linger. And certainly uh, this is going to be uh, on a much larger scale. Uh, it's going to be unlike anything that is on Amelia Island for folks to to come and use. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that there's very limited outside dining at the beach on Amelia Island, that's, and this will yes. really be an unusual for that from that standpoint. It'll be the place to be. Yeah, if you go right now go to a bachelor's or somewhere at, at that time, and the bar's always filled with people and a lot of mm-hmm. residents and club members you see down there. And I think that if, once they have the option to to sit outside and have the same type of atmosphere, but but nicer and, and at the beach will be a really big drawing card for a lot of people. Oh, there's members. no doubt. I think that actually that's one of the, the showcase pieces of this renovation is that upstairs uh, uh, balcony and casual dining area, certainly. Very neat. Yeah. Very neat. <clears throat> Downstairs where Sea Oats was will mm-hmm. be, um, as I look at some of the, the designs, it's got an, another really cool bar feature as well. Almost feels too like a mini sports bar opportunity for, for members. Talk about how, how you see that being utilized. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I see it being heavily utilized. It'll be the space um, where, where you go with your friends and you can watch a sporting event with the, with the televisions that are there in the sports bar atmosphere or just watch TV, hang out for a drink or, or, or some casual bar food or, or lunch. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just going to be a really great place to be there right on the ocean and be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Ocean 5 was universally liked by the membership. They liked the design, was my sense, with the, the, the tables set in the windows with the ocean views. So that was retained in terms of that design feature, but I, I understand it's, it's being updated in terms of how it's being finished. Talk, talk a little bit about it that. It is, absolutely. Our Ocean 5 dining room, more formal dining room, uh, in our surveys from our membership, um, interestingly, they did not want the footprint of that dining room changed. Uh, and, and, and I'm glad that they didn't. It, it's truly that oval shape with the windows on the second floor overlooking the ocean there is just spectacular. There's really not a dining facility like that 
anywhere in Northeast Florida, to my knowledge. That's a good, that's uh, so we, we kept, yeah. we're going to keep the footprint of that room as the members desired, and certainly it'll be a, a total update inside as far as furnishings and, and um, floor coverings and wall coverings, that sort of thing. But the footprint will remain the same. You know, which really means that you're going to have a great combination of, of casual dining and then the, the, the more formal dining as well and have, have everything plus the outside dining. And the one piece we haven't talked about, which is a piece that we really haven't had, I don't think, before, was was a banquet kind of formal banquet function hall or a room uh, that's really done in a fabulous way. Talk about the new concept for that. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's going to be the addition to the original building, uh, on the north end of the original building. And it's going to be our multi-purpose ballroom, wedding room, function room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's really going to be quite grand with, with tall ceilings and 11-foot windows overlooking the ocean. Uh, there will be a, a nice balcony coming off of that room as well. There will be a staircase coming off of that balcony going down onto our lawn area that sits uh, right there on the ocean. Um, so it's a spectacular venue for, for events. It will hold so many more people so we can do uh, more memorable experiences for our members from that room. Uh, there will also be coming down from that room to the floor below at a circular staircase that will go down to a, a gathering area for guests or a bridal dressing room. So it's going to be a really great facility uh, for us to do so much more for our members. We really never had that opportunity or, or kind of facility to do that. Exactly. Uh, and, and there really wasn't anything on the plantation to do that previously in that in that dedicated fashion. That's correct. And then to be on the ocean too. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could could plan a wedding venue here with, with a wedding reception at the club, but then also have opportunities where the club could cater at using some of the other facilities here too as well on a Thursday or Friday at Walker's Landing or, or maybe the new property owners club that's coming in and have three different venues and everything be unique. Yes, absolutely. And our club catering department, certainly, they're very excited about the new uh, spaces in the new clubhouse, of course. But yes, they will still continue uh, to provide for our members in the other uh, outlets on property. That's exciting. No, that's all very exciting. Much. It's amazing what's going on. Um, how in the world, what's, what's really an interesting story, too, is um, we were the club is fortunate to have had a Long Point Clubhouse while all this was going on, but everybody's had to share this. The members have had to share all, have all their meals there, but the staff has had to operate out of there or out of trailers. Talk about what that experience has been like. You're now months into this thing, so you've had to deal with this. Talk about what that's been like from a sharing experience and people working together. You know, it, it, it's worked out very well. Certainly there was some trepidation to begin with. I think we had, you know, our, our staff who were Ocean Clubhouse staff, and then we had our staff at Long Point, and, and those were their, uh, their places that they were, and we kind of didn't mingle. Uh, we have found that it's created a lot of cohesiveness now um, within the staff. They all feel a lot more a part of being one club. Uh, and it, it's really brought them all together. And, uh, yes, very interesting. So every, the staff is all very excited. They're, they've now become a more of one group, if you will. Uh, and, and so uh, it's been very great. We did some updates to the Long Point Clubhouse uh, right. in preparation for the, closer, the closure of the Ocean Clubhouse uh, and created a little more space for our members and for our staff. Um, 
a lot of the administrative staff moved in with our accounting staff. Which, <laughs> so they learned to get along in different ways yeah. as well, which is interesting. We did retain uh, some of us. I'm one of them who was in a construction trailer on site at the Ocean Clubhouse. So that's been interesting as well. So. <laughs> you know, it's, the, this, the club, from my experience, has always had, this, the, the membership has had a, a close relationship with staff. But my sense is that's even become closer during this period of, of where we're work, building the new clubhouse. Is that your sense as well? Absolutely. There's no doubt. Um, it, it, it starts to become sort of a, a, a family thing between members and staff mm-hmm. uh, after some time. And, and with this renovation, the staff is just as excited as the members are. Uh, really, the club yeah. for our members is, is, is their second place. You know, your your home is your first place, but your club is your second place of as is the same for our staff. Our home is our first place and our the club is our second place. So we're all in this together and it re- creates a, a great bond between the members and, and the staff. I think I shared with you a few weeks ago, but there was a another member who we were having dinner with and and she mentioned to me that, that she considers the club as kind of an extension of her kitchen. That when she's here maybe by herself, she'll call and say, I need this or can you help me with this? And they figure out she has special dietary needs, but yet they work with her and come up with a plan. And it's uh, it's exactly what you're talking about, that kind of scenario, which is pretty, yes, exactly. pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Timing-wise, what's kind of sense of timing of when we're expecting things to be finished and talk about and possibly the pool maybe being when, when that could be opened? Mm-hmm. Uh, get some sense of general ideas on timing. We are expecting to be done uh, by the end of 2019. We are on track, um, so that things are rolling. It, it, it's looking good right now. Uh, we do have the families, as we discussed, that like to come in Uh, during the summer and use the pool and beach area. It's kind of tradition to bring everyone in and come hang out at the Ocean Clubhouse and use the pool and the beach. We would like to be able to open that pool and beach area for those families when they come in this summer, if at all possible. Uh, That certainly will depend on on many variables with construction, as we all know. However, if we can, if if it means that our, our locker rooms aren't renovated or our, our kitchen isn't renovated where we can serve food, well, then we would like to try to provide for that. Uh, if we need to put some grills out on the lawn, you know, and, and do some hamburgers and hot dogs, a true, a true cookout, cookout yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, if we need to put some, you know, some showers outside, you know, for folks, you know, if we can do that, we would really like to do that. Uh, we could just call it country club camping, if you will, and I think it'd be a lot of fun <laughs> for everyone, actually. So. Um, as what has been the feedback or reaction that you've gotten from prospective members as you've talked to them about what what's going on with the renovation? Talk about that. That's an interesting question. With prospective members, folks looking to move here and looking for a club, uh, the first thing they say is, "What what took so long?" <laughs> To do this renovation, uh, many clubs have been renovating for years now, but it, it, it's a trend. It's what club members these days uh, desire and look for in a club. Uh, so certainly prospective members are delighted to see that this is happening. Do you think, I mean, you kind of know, uh, people typically seem to make, based on what we're seeing too from a real estate perspective, they kind of look at the real estate and they look at the amenities and try to evaluate both in terms of when they're deciding where to move. How does this, how will this help change or move that, move us ahead, finishing this facility in terms of competing with other, whether it's sawgrass or other types of clubs that people probably look at, areas to consider for to move to? 
Oh, it's going to be very, very helpful. Uh, I, I, I see a trend in, in folks who are looking at Amelia Island. They're not only looking at Amelia Island. They're, they're up and down the East Coast and maybe around the mm-hmm. Gulf Coast as well. Uh, I've coined the term community shopping, but it's, it, I do see a lot of community yeah. shopping with folks these days. They're looking for that perfect place to land a community, a lot of times with a club component. Uh, so certainly this is going to be a, a, a great attraction to those folks. Amelia Island in itself is enough of an attraction, and, and this is just the icing on the cake. Does, from the standpoint, too, of, of this kind of facility, the oceanfront, the, the lifestyle, the multi-generational and all the things that it offers, is that a, it's also, I guess, a positive, too, with the kind of the... the Every club has to face the, the prospect of replacing uh, members as, as we age. We get other members, younger members coming in. Does it fit into that mold as well? Oh, yes, it absolutely does. This is providing for the future of the club, for future members. Um, not only for future members, but also for the retention of our current members. I, I, I believe that we're going to be able to engage our members so much more effectively that they will want to stay with the club much longer because it's just going to be where they want to be. There's no doubt. Uh, It's very important to the viability of the club uh, and the membership current and future. You know, kind of one, we'll do one kind of one last question on all this and we appreciate your, all your thoughts and time here. But, uh, you know, I remember when the original Ocean Clubhouse, which was what uh, in the mid-90s was, was introduced to the community, it was, there was a, a lot of hoopla. It was a big deal because there had been no dedicated uh, facility at all at that point, so it was a big deal. And this is even more remarkable, this $10 million project. What are the thoughts about how this gets introduced to our community? What are some of your thoughts? I know we're probably in just the preliminary stages of how that does, but what are some thoughts right now on how that could be introduced to the community. Yes, certainly. We are in the planning process of that right now. Exactly um, uh, how we're going to introduce this new facility to everyone. Certainly our biggest uh, hoopla, again, will be for our current club members, uh, for our owners to when we introduce them. Suffered through all the construction. Who have suffered through this. And and when we introduce this facility to them, it it will be a a big deal. We we anticipate a lot of live music and and just a lot of activity and a a big, 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 big party, probably over a weekend, not just an evening, but it'll be a big thing. Certainly we want to introduce it to the community at large. So we Mm. anticipate having some sort of a... uh, party for um, local officials, for the media, uh, so folks can come and see what we have here. Uh, We would like to have a party for all of the community members uh, here on the south end of the island so they can come see what we have and what we've done. Uh, and then we'll do some some segmented things, you know, with other uh, folks. Uh, we would like to invite uh, the top executives from some other area clubs to come see, uh, because we actually all kind of work together at the end of the day with some of the other area clubs and, and helping folks find the right community and club for them. So we want to bring them. Uh, so we'll we'll be doing a, a, a lot of activities with a lot of folks. You know, the the one another really interesting tie into that when this clubhouse opens effectively in twenty beginning of 2020 Mm -hmm. that's the 10-year anniversary of of the equity club and that's kind of a neat way to celebrate all of that together it it? it ties in so well that the the 10-year anniversary of our member-owned club uh, from 2010 to 2020 and 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 look at what's happened in 10 years it's going to be fantastic remarkable Mm -hmm. well this is also exciting and donna thank you so much for spending the time and sharing this information uh we really appreciate it and best of luck uh, with with the clubhouse renovation finishing up and opening up next this later this year thanks for having me
All right. Well, that was a, a great interview with, with Donna, Dad, and I think she provided a lot of great information that can help people understand uh, not only what's going on with the Ocean Club renovations or, or the new Ocean Clubhouse, but really what it's going to mean for us as a community, whether you're a club member or not, in terms of, of property values. So just want to reiterate again uh, how we think this will impact our, our property values here on the plantation. Uh, Dad, do you want to talk about that? Well, there's no question that prospective buyers are going to be become aware of the fact that there's a $10 million renovation on an ocean uh, clubhouse. Uh, it'll be a, a very positive and impactful situation in terms of uh, buyers considering our community and I think will certainly help us uh, relative to other communities that enhance values here. Absolutely. So we are looking forward to the Ocean Club renovation being completed and, and having access to that new building. And we're excited to see what it's going to do um, for, for club members as well as non-club members as it helps impact our property values in a positive way. Well, thank you as always for, for listening to the Miller Group Real Estate Show. This concludes episode two. I uh, just want to Thank you always for, for listening and supporting us. And if you know of anybody who needs help buying or selling a home, or if you need any real estate needs yourself, we'd love to have your referrals and be happy to help in any way that we can. Uh, please reach out to us. If you have any comments or questions, you can email us at millergroupofamelia at gmail.com, or you can give us a call at 904 904- Five five seven five seven two zero. That's my phone number, or Dad's phone number is nine zero four two zero six zero five two five. And we look forward to uh, being with you next time. Thanks again.